I think it's midday somewhere, right? <laughs> Let's go. Really appreciate each and every last one of you all that's tuning in to the nation. Really do. Shout out to all of the HBOs, the SGs is in the house. The Share Gang, Notification Squad. It's Victory Monday. One day at a time. One movement at a time. Brick by brick. I think Mike McCarthy, you got a press conference that's about to start in a few. We'll jump into that too. Let's go. Yeah. They say, hey, no party like a cowboy party. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about a Law Nation party? Ain't no party like that, too. Come on. Yeah. Mama, there go that man again. Let me see some fiery emojis in the chat. If this your first time watching, Relax. But if you celebrate and break out the champagne bottles in the Hennessy, yo, come on. Yeah, let's go. Peter, Peter, don't come and get us. Don't come and get us. There's a falcon down. <laughs> Yeah. Come on, Cowboy Nation. Yeah. Come on. Let's go. Yeah. Come on, baby. Like, subscribe, share it. It's Carrie. It is. Say hey, no party like a cowboy party. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's grind, let's go, let's get it, baby. Come on, I know you guys feel it. It's the revelations of your thoughts, your heart, soul, and mind, and send you. You're listening in to nothing, and I mean just that, nothing but the rest. Yeah, let's go, Cowboy Nation. Yeah, all right. Ain't no party like a cowboy party. Yeah, 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 yeah. Five, four, three, two. Yeah, cool. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Oh, man, right at the open. I can't even get into it because they already talking to Mike McCarthy. Already on uh, YouTube, I believe is on YouTube. Uh, hit me up on YouTube for more information. To kind of take off. I just think it's the reflection of um, just the players and coaches, you know, exercising the game plan. I mean, it, every week you, while you have game plans, you have what you feel are your strengths going into the game. Let me game. know if y'all can hear the audio. We're extremely productive on offense, so we've been, um, you know, Let's build a plane while it's in the air. For the most part, um, so 
in, in defense. You know, I, I think our guys are <laughs> doing a really good job, you know, continuing what we started the season on. We, we needed to be much better in a run defense. And so we've been able to accomplish that. And I think just the way we're running the ball and, and you know, the run defense, it, it brings a balance to our games. You know, it, it brings a, um, you know, it gives you the best chance to be complimentary. And, you know, let's be honest, I think the, the unit that's playing the best here this past month is special teams. You know, special teams is is playing extremely well. So I think it's just a combination of all three phases hitting the target and um, might you know, as well we listen to this interview. Play well as as we did yesterday. You know, we can we can be a dangerous football team. There was a story on NFL Network today about Ra and Monkey Butt. Can you kind of explain <laughs> that to us? Yeah, it's just yes. Monkey butt. Um, monkey butt. I, I highly recommend it if anybody's <laughs> n- never used it. It's, uh, it's. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into my personal hygiene here, but it's, you know, raw red ass week was the was the was the topic. So uh, we just wow. we're making an emphasis based off of correcting, um, you know, what went on last week, and I thought our players <laughs> did a great job with it. So just had some fun with it. Just, just an emphasis of focus. Just another way to focus. So y'all passed around monkey butt in the locker room. Coaches did. It's a, it's a, it's a powder. So it's, oh, it's a powder point. So it's a, it looked good on a PowerPoint. If you've you ever seen a can of monkey butt, you, you get it. So it's a, it's a expressive in in the cure that it's. A, I don't have the right words here. So I'm trying to don't get in trouble, man. Sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, oh, Rich and I were just visiting on that. So I don't want to step on any marketing toes, but I'll just say uh, I don't think we have a marketing agreement with them yet. But uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. They'll be on the screen behind. They're still you off the shelf now. There you go. It, it's a pretty good picture. Between the watermelons that last year and that this year, what's ah, important to you to yeah. kind of mix up the way you're motivating this team? Well, I, I think you have to keep it fresh, and I, I think just like anything, you know, just our business is, uh, you know, you're focused on the same thing every week. Uh, but I, I think the reality of, you know, being you know, redundant and just trying to emphasize the same things over and over. Uh, I, I, just the game of football is so much about the mental and the emotional, particularly this time of year. You know, I, I think teams establish themselves in September and you hopefully, you know, come, start connecting in, in October. And then I, I think November, you know, November is, you know, this is when it gets tough. You're not going to always be in a favorable leverage point. And uh, so, you know, I, I just think the, the mental and emotional part, just different ways to focus is as important as a football team. So, I mean, really, when you get this, point of the year you're you're really focusing on cutting back practice and trying to be smarter with your with your players from a you know the physical workload output so Mm. as much as you can do you know mentally and emotionally just to find different ways to focus i I think it's helpful no doubt we got three games in 12 days is this where the state program the gps trackers all that this is where you really see it make its impact I mean, definitely. I mean, this is you know, this is when the schedule comes out. I know for me personally, right. this this is a major stress point for us uh, as a schedule. I mean, we play three games. Was it twelve days, fourteen days, twelve days? But you know, two of them are on the road. I mean, that, that's that's a challenge. It so, is three and twelve days with with two road games and you know, you know, travel, all those things. You know, it's uh, stress is additive, and you got to be, you have to be in touch with that. And, and I think even the way you practice going into this twelve day three game stretch is as important as you, the way you practice during it too so that's just something that I've learned from experience so um, 
this is a, this is a challenging spot for us. How is how is Lamb doing, and, and how did you come out of the game yesterday? As far as I, I think CD's going to be fine. Um, you know, I, I don't have a you know a, a, you know exact if he's going to practice Wednesday, but um, I, I fully anticipate he'll be available. But um, so we we didn't have anything else major to report. How did Tristan come out of that game? Good. Good. Um, probably played a little less than, than you know we we had hoped. Um, I just think the way the game, you know, because the way the game went, uh, we were we were hopeful to be playing him in, you know, some different situations that didn't really occur, you know, as far as the, the, the defensive personnel groups that we were in. So I think it was a good day, you know, good first game back, you know. So uh, hopefully we can build on that with another good week of work and get him some more opportunities in Kansas City. Is this a week where you keep your team, the, the stretch where you keep your team out of pads in practice just to make sure that physically they're good? Um, it's, you know, the, the, frankly, the padded practice, um, it really takes care of itself. You know, once you get past week 11, you know, you, I think you only have three there down the stretch. So I'm I'm more focused on next week. I would, we'll go lighter. We'll go a lot lighter this Wednesday. So it'll be right. kind, of a, kind of a prehab mindset going into this long stretch. But we'll practice in pads on Thursday. Right, right. If you look at Zeke's numbers, you know, 41 yards on 12 carries or whatever it was, I'm not sure. But is that a don't judge running backs just by the rushing totals when you look at the type of day that he had, the two touchdowns and his pass protection, all the other things that he has to do? Well, Lead I think them boys. Like I think statistics definitely they point you in a direction what you need to look at. And then I think when you take the statistics and watch the film, uh, I think you'll – have a better, better understanding why you know the numbers are what they are. I thought actually, I thought Zeke ran the ball very well. I thought he was uh, decisive. Uh, I thought he had played well in the protection part of it, and um, you know his just his one negative play was the fumble. And and frankly, you know the shot comes from the side, and that's that's the most difficult angle for running backs uh, to take a hit, the blind hit like that. So that's why when you're teaching secondary level perimeter blocking, you're always talking about trying to take that side shot away from your runners. You know, you want to always leave the free hat in front of them because, you know, he can, as long as he can see the guy. But when that guy comes from the side like that, that's difficult. So, but, um, you know, I, we graded Zeke as a winning performance. In the sequence, it was Atlanta's first possession. Jaron Curse breaks up the pass and it's ruled complete. He sprinted over to find y'all and make sure it got challenged. I'm just curious, the mechanics of that, did you see it was incomplete or were you going on his word or did you hear from the booth just kind of? I, was, I mean, no disrespect to any of our players. I, I don't, you know, um, as soon as we saw the play, I obviously saw his reaction, but I'm communicating with the booth right away because they, right. they usually get the view before we do. And um, this particular time, the view on the on the big screen came before the view they had upstairs. So, um, actually, I, you know, I had the flag in my hand, but when I saw the view on the screen, that's that's actually when I threw the, you know, flew the, threw the flag. So, uh, but we didn't have a view upstairs before that. So I, I get it. Trust the video over a player, but in a certain, I mean. And maybe not even in that specific instance. Do you ever go based on what a player says? If you well, feel time that? of game, you know, type of play, all those things. I mean, we 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 have we put uh, challenges in three different categories. Um, you know, that early in the game, would I clear information? Would not challenge because you know it's. I mean, what was it? Ten minutes in the first quarter. I mean, it's, right. it's pretty early in the first quarter. So right. I mean, it's, we have a criteria that we that we try to stay within with the challenging system. Is there a line back this week? Is 
anticipate? Uh, we anticipate it, but you know, we'll just, uh, see how that goes. I mean, until he comes out of the protocol, so uh, he's on course. Zach talked last week about how he wanted to improve his footwork and transfer that to the game. How did you feel like he did that yesterday, and what were the ways? It was I thought that? he played really well yesterday. Uh, maybe probably his best game of the year uh, when you break it down fundamentally. I thought his footwork was. You know, I thought he did a real good job keeping his cleats in the ground. I, I think he was a lot more, uh, a little slower, and, and, you know, um, just slowed down a little bit compared to last week. So um, I thought he graded out very high. So Shout out to you, Terrence. Appreciate you for sharing. Mike, do you feel better about Tyron being able to play this week or at least getting back into practice? Uh, the, the hope is for him to practice at some level Wednesday. That's that's the report that was given today. Now, how much, we'll, we'll see Wednesday. So if... Uh, if he practices his week, then if he practices throughout the week, then then he would be available obviously Sunday. But if he doesn't, we'll we'll have to project. So we'll see how it goes Wednesday. How much does two games in four days factor into what you do with him as well? That's part of it. No, I mean it's you know like I said, I think everything. I think our whole our whole squad. I mean this this is a this is a stretch that um, you know you got to be very conscientious of. You've gotta, you got to you got to keep your role going into this game and. You know, and just do the math. I mean, if you if someone's in danger of playing this week and you don't play them till till you know until uh, Thanksgiving Day, and then then they play you know New Orleans, so they can go ten days seven seven. So, I mean, this 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 will this will be the game that's probably be under the most scrutiny on if a guy plays or doesn't play. We're getting so used to seeing Connor McGovern in places other than the offensive line. How did he do in his time? I'll tell you what, he uh, really had a hell of a performance. I mean, you just break down his reps. I mean, he played, you know, every how many snaps at tight end. He played, obviously, left guard. He played tight end. Uh, so he did a lot, a lot of good things. So I, we thought he was very uh, productive in, in, in all his assignments. So, you know, we, we had him down as a winning grade. Time to come this season, or you think he's going to get in touch? Say it again. The time this season going to come, do you think, where he could get he touches touch? the ball? Yeah. That's scheme, isn't it? We don't talk about scheme here, do we? <laughs> get him! <laughs> tell you what, I, I, you know, just watch him on the goal line play. You know, when, when he, he fakes the, you know, he fakes yeah. the dive. He's, it might be time, so. When, when Kellen comes to, and in the game plan early in the week and says, we got this play where McGovern is lined up out wide, are you like, you're putting a 315-pound guy out there, like yeah. no, I'm, I'm a I'm a big big proponent of Connor McGovern's athletic ability. I, I think right. the way he, you know, only moves for his side, but I mean, you just watch him play from you know from the fullback position. I mean, he's he's got really good balance. He's got quickness. You know, you don't see linebackers getting up on him. You know, you know his contact occurs on the other side of the line of scrimmage. That tells you a little bit about you know his ability, his quickness, and. His recognition and understanding of what gap to go through. So right. I, I think he does an excellent job. Speaking of Connor, uh, and I think the second from last play where you guys were down on the ball, then the game, he got pushed over. Arthur said after the game that he didn't like it, the way his guys handled that and that he was going to talk to them about that. How much do you talk to your team about that in those situations? Like, you know, the game's over with, don't do anything stupid here. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's all part of the game management and discipline. You know, it's, uh, I think, just like anything, and just on the other side of that, too, you. You got to protect. You got to protect one another in that in, in that spot too, because you know at the, right. you, you never want to see something happen. You know, at the end of the game that, that's been over for you know quite some time, and just because <laughs> of emotions around a ride, Shay. regardless of what side ah, you're ah. on. So, um, this this is professional football, and we should all you know stay in accordance with that. 
Connor Williams, he had three more flags. He beat the NFL in penalties. Thirteen season. flags for the year How for Connor Williams. Through? Is that just something that you have to kind of just take, or is you know, I, I guess how, how you work your way through that problem is. Well, the process is the same every Monday, and that's for every player. Um, you know, we we have a pretty extensive grading system. You know, every every play is graded. Uh, it's documented. It's it's put into a, a format, and it's not only done just for the grading of the player, but it's also done to help the players. Uh, you know, we can formulate self-scout cut-ups on not as much as, you know, so much goes into game planning on what they're doing, but you got to really be on top of what you're doing and what you right. look like. And so you clearly have a vision of, of the mistakes you've made and put on film. So, yeah, so I mean, that, that process went on this morning. Uh, so I'm more in an individual phase just because uh, we went victory Monday for the first time this year. So that the meetings were set up between the players and the coaches on their own. So most guys were, were done by 1 o'clock today. Wow. Um, but yeah, no, Connor, Connor clearly understands the way he performed. And, and, you know, we have a very competitive offensive line room. So, you know, we'll see what the future brings. Is that block seems questionable where he kind of like he lost his balance and maybe wasn't intentional with it and the defensive I think sometimes you see it in this league and it's, and it's, and it's definitely on the, on the field yesterday, sometimes uh, players get in awkward positions, you know, uh, it's not clean football and, and you know, gets rewarded with, with a penalty. I, I think you had a couple calls yesterday where, you know, guys got tied up and, you know, didn't, didn't look right and, you know, and one player was penalized. I mean, I think you could talk about Noah Brown's holding, you know, I mean, it's, you got, you got a player on the other team that starts playing, you know, Noah's doing exactly what he's taught to do. So, mm-hmm. and it happens, you know, I think it happens in our game sometimes. So um, I think you had two chop blocks that have been called the whole year. You know, we had two in our game yesterday. So mm-hmm. I just, you know, so sometimes it happens that way. Beyond the McGovern and stuff, what, what, what are your thoughts on Kellen's creativity and what he's been able to do with guys? And, you know, Cedric's lined up. He, he got him at the Wildcat a little bit yesterday. He's throwing a pass earlier. Zeke even threw a pass technically uh, there. What do you think of Kellen's creativity? Oh, I love it. I mean, I, I, we have, you know, our deceptive menu is, is, is something I think Kellen and really the, our young coaches do a really good job scouring, you know, each week. And, and um, you know, they have, a, they have, like I said, they have a pretty good playbook, pretty good menu. And you know, so much of deceptive plays and the creative plays, uh, they're great. Uh, but it's it's when you call them. And I, th- I think he's doing an excellent job of calling them at the right time. I mean, I think it's just like any of those types of plays. Uh, if you don't catch the right defense, you know, it could it could be not a good, very good play for you. So he's he's doing a really really good job calling them at the right time. What are the parameters on that when you look at it? Because again, you don't want to. You just don't want to incorporate anything just because it's creative. I would think. I would think those need oh, to be. No, they're all not. sound. No, everything we do. I mean, it has to be sound. I mean, you have to, you know, um, you know, just the one play there, going down there. You know, said and Tony. I mean, Billy Jack. I mean, you're you're definitely have a clear understanding. It's a perimeter run. You know, perimeter runs. I mean, it ends up being a perimeter run. You have a forced defender and a contained defender, and you know, uh, you know how how they're going to be blocked and you know what you're looking for. Um, so, you know, it's it's not the best play versus pressure situation. So, I mean, it's it the design of it's no different than any other play. So, um, I mean, if it isn't, you're, you know, your risk is going to be a lot higher for it to to work. So, in regard to that deceptive menu that he brings, we're in week ten, and every single game thus far, Kellen's bringing unscouted looks to the opponent each and every game. Is that rare to? 
continually do that, or is that generally accepted as commonplace around the league where you're going to go into the game and see something you haven't seen? Uh, you know, I, I think that uh, I'm, I think he's definitely on. A, we're doing it on the high side of it. I mean, it's you know, I, I think the creativity from Kellen and throughout the staff is you know, is definitely high. Uh, from from my experience, of staffs have been on. You know, I think Joe Philbin and, and Jeff Blasco do a tremendous job with the run game. You know, as far as what they bring to the table, and uh, the staff is in year two. They're they're in a really good um, mode right now. You know, I think just the uh, you know just you know Ben McAdoo's you know he he's brought an element to our staff that we didn't have last year. So you know the the pre planning is um, a lot more in depth. So. It's definitely saving Dan and, and Kellen more time on Mondays. So I, I think our whole process has improved. And, and, you know, once again, I think Kellen's doing a real good. I, th I think the biggest thing with creativity and, and a part I appreciate that he's doing, he's, keep, he's keeping the volume intact. Because, you know, you, you can get you know, a little too, too much as, as when you get into issues with, you know, the players start having mental errors and things like that. So uh, he's doing a great job keeping the creativity high, but keeping the volume tight. And, um, and that's what it's all about, because you, you want to be able to rep, rep those plays. And you know, our guys got to be playing, not thinking. And, uh, and, that, and that's definitely been the case with us on offense so far. Shout out to you. The lunatic, I see you. Sort of creativity <laughs> all ideas are welcome and brought to the table. Is that something that is instilled, or how does that kind of Well, out? I think it's, it's all part of your structure. Uh, creativity is great, but it has to be sound. If it's not sound, it's not, you know, it, doesn't, it doesn't happen. So, um, and, that's the, and, and it has to build off of something. You, know, you, you don't want to be jack of all trades, master of none. You, know, you don't want to just be drawing them up on a board each week. I mean, you, if, you, if you look at the, the deceptive plays, that have, you know, most of them are things that he's put in during training camp or there's some form of fashion. Uh, it's a variation of things we've done in the past. So it, it, it all fits together. How are uh, Jordan Lewis and Anthony Brown different than the players you thought you were getting last year when you first came in? Oh, I, I think just the biggest thing is they're, they're comfortable in the new scheme. You know, I, I think last year was such a change for those guys. You know, and, and then you know, then it even changed even more this year. I just thought the connection between players and coaches all, all the way around. You know, it was we were able to get the get the things quicker and. Um, you know, you can see both those guys are playing with tremendous confidence right now. You know, I, I think Jordan probably played his best game that I've seen him play since I've been here. Me too. And, um, you know, Anthony's been <laughs> very, very consistent this year, too. And I think Me just, too. You know, Anthony's just staying. You know, Anthony. his challenge last year was the two injuries that he had. And, you know, he fought through those. But, uh, you know, veteran players that, just are, that are in a really good space right now. Yeah. Both of them, yeah. Correct, goes back and healthy. I like you know I like the way he fits in with our guys you know um, you know he came in here and had a great workout and you know had a really good day on Thursday you know and I thought his warm up and just you know the kicks yesterday so um, yeah well we, we haven't we haven't talked about it yet but I would definitely welcome that. You anticipate starting any practice windows for any IR guys this week? Uh, Talked about it Friday. Uh, I don't have anything to report today. If we do it, it would probably happen tomorrow. So uh, we'll, we'll let you know. Greg's still in the protocol. Any other changes to the protocol? Any I mean, any new cases? No, nothing. This, well, everybody tested this morning, so I haven't been made aware of anything yet. 
when you look at Micah's uh, pass rush productivity, he's highly efficient in terms of how often he's generating pressure on the quarterback or how many times he's rushing. What do you make of just what's made him so efficient? When a guy's that efficient, well, he's so elusive. I mean, whether he's rushing from the open end or if he's rushing inside, you know, I, I mean, he's, I mean, he's a tough matchup for any guard or center in this league, and you know, definitely has been very productive, you know, from the end position. So um, he's extremely elusive. Uh, I think he's a lot, he's a lot stronger, and I think people don't realize until they they, they play against him. But his, uh, you know, his quickness and his ability to slip blocks, and you know, and he has the unique closing speed that. Not too many people have, so no doubt he's got a great skill set to work with. And downplayed it during the week to us and to the sounds like to the players too. But why was it important to recognize him after the game? Ah, because it was there. I mean, I, we honestly downplayed it to, to everybody. I mean, he didn't even talk about it. So uh, I just think it was it was obvious and obviously meant meant a lot to him after the fact. And you know, we we needed we needed a win on a lot of fronts. So it was great to recognize him with the game ball. We've asked you, again, a lot about Kellen's creativity, but can you talk a little bit about Dan's creativity and the packages he's doing and, and just what a, a variation or an evolution of what he's done earlier in his career? Yeah, definitely. We wanted to be more scheme challenging. You know, that, you know, that, that, was, that was the goal you know, since I arrived here, and, and Dan has you know, definitely hit the target there. And I think not only you know, schematically challenging him, but you know, the, the, the disguise is, is, you know, something I think we're doing a much better job of. I think our pre-snap awareness, uh, you know, the instincts that our guys are playing with, you know, the, the understanding of trying to control where the ball's being thrown or making the ball thrown to a certain matchup, you know, tilt the tilt of the coverage, the tilt of the leverage, uh, you know, the formation recognition. So I think we're doing a, and we're doing it, we're off to a really good start there. We have room for improvement, but yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, uh, it's not the same game plan every week, that's for sure. So, no doubt, I mean, no doubt. These, you know, both sides of the ball are, are high in creativity, high in, in scheme, challenge. And, uh, but at the end of it, the coordinator, he has to be the guy that keeps the volume right. And I think Dan and Kellen both are doing a really good job of that. Is that changing a little bit in the league? I mean, you, you've always had that offensively, but so much of defense is where this is what we do and we'll, we'll tweak or adapt. But, I mean, you're starting to see a, it seems a little bit more just game planning defensively for different looks and different weeks. Um, I, fr frankly, I, you mean trend-wise? Yeah. Um, yeah, probably. I, I would say that's true. I, you know, for forever in this league, defensively, it was always when you looked at a defensive coordinator, it's always, okay, where does he spend his time? You know, is, is he heavier and less your normal down distance, or is he just primarily third down, or is he, you know, where does Mike the ball in the scheme challenge go up? You know, uh, I do think people are, are trying to be a little more balanced in each situation because it's so situational driven. You know, where, uh, you know, and in, in going back to the, really the starting point of that is what personnel they're playing with. You know, for forever, base defense was, I mean, from probably like 2010 to, I'm trying to go back through the numbers. Probably 2018, I want to say base defense was down less than 15%. I know as far as the teams that I was coaching. So where if you were a traditional 3-4 defense, which we were in our, in our defense coordinator's background, you know, you, know, you had all this great base scheme that you really weren't using much. So the, the ability to get it, that's why you see so much big nickel. You see the the bear defense, you know, the origin of it, and now in the sub defense. So I think, the, you know, the fact that Base defense has gone down, you know, as far as the amount of how much people are playing. Um, it kind of has come back a little bit because you know you had some team success running the ball the last couple of years, uh, but now you're seeing so much more just big nickel because it's it's so it, 
everybody has some form or fashion or different variations of up-tempo offense. So the ability to match personnel is a real challenge for defense. You know, and frankly, the good defenses, in my opinion, are the ones that have the ability to match and also just play down a distance. So that's that's really where the a lot of the chess match comes in for the offensive play caller versus the defensive play caller. You've seen a lot of great quarterback play, obviously going back to Tafari, Rodgers, and Dak. What does Patrick Mahomes fit in there? Especially after what he's done in the past couple of years leading the team in Super Bowls. Where does he? Oh no, he's definitely. I mean, he's definitely up there. I mean, it's, I mean, he's just just look at his numbers, you know. And I, I think his. You know his ability to beat you with with you know two or three throws a game. I mean that, that's I mean that's what you and they have the firepower around them to do it. So just well you know just watching Kelsey with Dan before I come in here. I mean got it. I mean he's he's so dang, you know a they have that connection. You can see those two are definitely on the same page. But you know the ball is out. It's on time. You know the, the way he breaks tackles and the elusiveness. So yeah, he's definitely in that in that league. There ain't no doubt about it. The red zone success yesterday, going five for five. Obviously, execution is paramount there, but did anything strike you in particular with how you guys were able to execute in that area? Patience. You know, I just think we, we were patient, and um, you know, we had the one empty pressure that, you know, the protection part wasn't right, and I think back Dak just did a tremendous job. You know, trusting CD, you know, where he was going to be on the seven route, and you know, and put the right arc on the ball. But um, you know, I, I just get him patience down get there. Get him, coach. Patience in the run game, we knew, knew we knew that going in. That's kind of how we felt the game was going to go. Because, and then when we did throw it, you know, the ability to have the time, and, and I thought Dak really played extremely well. I thought he was he was in rhythm, and the ball was coming out, you know, and the spacing was much better in the perimeter. So, but I, I would say patience in the red zone plan. Going back to quarterbacks, is, is Dak on that level, or, or what does he need you to get to that level? I mean, yeah, I, lo- I love Dak Prescott and the way he's playing. You know, I, I'm, I don't think it's fair to, to compare great quarterbacks, but yeah, he's. I mean, and what's exciting about Dak is he's, you know, he's continuing to grow too. You know, he's he's got a lot of great football in front of him, but um, you know, we just got to keep building off what he's doing. Like I imagine, you probably can't make every week or that week. How do you balance? needed to keep this team at, at that level without wearing them out with that kind of thing. Well, I, I don't think I'll be up here talking about the red ass again this year, so you can have comfort in that. Uh, so, I mean, I just think it's, you know, you're trying to make an emphasis, you know, you know, to keep it keep it fresh for the for the guys. You know, it's it's a good thing to laugh. You know, I don't look, you know, probably don't think I have much personality, but I do have a little bit. So, um, I, I think it's important. It's a long year, man. I mean, it's, let's be honest. I mean, you we spent a lot of time together, and you know, at the end of the day, you, you got to have more than one or two ways to make a point, and, and and that's all we were trying to do this week. You ever had a Sunday where you finish at three, and the late game is between both of your next opponents? Yeah, no, great point. I, I wish I could just get everybody to keep it down at the house last night so I could watch it, but uh, <laughs> no, that was nice. You know, that was. Uh, but you know, the reality of it is, it just I think like most coaches, it's it's nice to watch a game on TV, but. Until you get there in the office and watch it and start taking things off to what you know, uh, I think like most of us, you're, you're we're creatures of habit of how you absorb the information. But yeah, that was pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you, Coach. All right. Appreciate everybody for watching, man. Oh my goodness. Um, it was like, hey, what's breaking news? What's news uh, live and all of that. It was actually it was actually this right here, Cowboy Nation, uh, the press conference, because it threw off everything that I was going to talk about today. 
uh, as far as the awards and everything. But uh, I do like uh, what Coach brings to the table. I think he brings in, in a unique personality, and I think he brings in some good stuff as it relates to di- something different than what we've seen out of uh, Jason Garrett. And no shade at Jason Garrett. He was more of a bland guy. And I think that he had his humor parts, too. And that's just how that went, too. <laughs> but I appreciate you guys. Y'all saw me building the plane while it was in the air, by the way. I was creating that breaking news. How, how do y'all like that, you know, in the future? You know, because y'all know I don't do breaking news. I, I only do news that was already reported, and I go over it. But I, I think that I can... Still have that logo up there every now and then, right? That, that looks sharp, though. That looks that looked pretty sharp to me, you know. I uh, just created that one. And then I figured while we was listening, I created News Live, you know. Uh, let me know if you guys like that. Yeah, yeah. Gina says she's love it. If, if you love it, I like it then. Uh, key points I took away from Mike McCarthy. Uh, y- y'all bear with me if y'all see me looking everywhere. I'm still trying to uh, build this plane while it's in the air, you know making sure that there's no other uh, presser that's going on right now. But um, the key point that I took away from it is that he always liked to reground everybody uh, with certain things as it relates to uh, the monkey butt or uh, it, it was smashing watermelons last year, and that created all type of uh you know, back and forth with a lot of people. And uh, shout out to you, Natasha. She says, breaking news, Law Nation. Yeah, yeah, that's what I ought uh, to say. Breaking news, it's Law Nation time, baby. News flash. <laughs> and, and we're live on multiple platforms, by the way. Shout out to Cowboys Experience on Facebook, as well as Law Nation's YouTube and Twitter and Twitch. Appreciate everybody. And shout out to Instagram. And uh, be sure to check out Instagram. Uh, speaking of that, for reference points only, shout out to my guy, Defy. He's always got great stuff on IG. And let's listen to what they had to say about the monkey butt. Landry, Mike McCarthy always has different motivational tools that he brings out at specific moments where he feels like you need it during the season. Last year, it was the Gallagher routine, smashing watermelons in a team meeting the night before they beat the Vikings. Well, this past week, coming off that ugly performance against Denver, McCarthy dubbed it R-A-W, meaning red-ass week. In other words, (laughs) get mad, take it personally, then get out on the field and take it out on the Falcons. To reinforce that message, McCarthy actually had staff going around the locker room and handing out monkey butt. What is monkey butt? I'm All right, all right, all right. So, you know, that that is what it is. Break it news, you know, monkey butt. So he had that handed out throughout everybody in the locker room and basically you got your rear ended handed to you, you know, you got it whooped. Uh let's talk about it. This is what they talking about you about and how can you overcome that part of it? Hey, motivation comes in multiple ways, right? For those who are out there that got younger brothers or younger sisters, you know, they tend to look up at you, right? But they also want to defeat you in certain things that you used to do. So, hey, that's just how it goes. I like it. And then on top of that, as the bigger brother or the older brother, sometimes you got to make sure that you're walking on your your, 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 your your P's and Q's because you don't want the outside to look at you and say, okay, you were the one that, that ultimately 
didn't achieve or didn't accomplish things. So uh, awards times. I, I like to give out awards before we dive into anything else. Shout out to you, Jones. Appreciate you. Skeptical fan. Time to play a real team next Sunday. Hey, every team is real. Every team is real. If you think the Atlanta Falcons was fake, they just beat the Saints. The Saints just beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is a trickle-down effect. Everybody, look, the Saints ain't getting paid, or the Atlanta Falcons not getting paid what people make at Walmart in Dollar General. These guys are multimillionaires, right? But I feel what you're saying, time to play a real team. But I feel you, but all teams are real. They coming to hit. Every player's a Ron Shazier hit away. If you think I'm playing, if you think I'm lying, ask Ryan. You know, Shazier, say, hey, you know, would you like to set out for that week? His whole dynamics of his life could have been changed just like that for sitting out. But you know how this thing goes. It's life. Uh, no free lunch. You know, that's what Jay, Jay says. No free lunch, NFL, or not for long, or no fun league, right, to keep finding CD. But uh, awards. Cowboys victoriously beaten down the Atlanta Falcons. ATL. <laughs> I know y'all went to some people and said, hey, ATL. <laughs> hey, and the craziest part of it all, Cowboy Nation, they, they didn't know that we <laughs> – I, I didn't mean to do them like that, but they didn't know they was holding up to the air. <laughs> so they was yelling out, ATL, I made it my business to make sure that they hold hold that L <laughs> and stretch out the word L. <laughs> and they didn't know that they was holding up that L, ATL. <laughs> Man, I wish I could show you guys the rest of that video because there are so many Atlanta Falcons fans out there at the event. And they was holding up that L, thinking that we were talking glowingly of them. It was the, the funniest thing of all. You know, you guys got to check out that video of them holding up the L, you know. But the trophy time, you know, shout out to the Cowboys for uh, just just answering. Sometimes you get slapped and punched in the face, in the mouth. Get your tooth knocked out. You got the raggedy tooth. They say if you get knocked out, put it in a glass of milk. Hurry up and go to the dentist, right? And that's what happened to us. We went and rushed to the dentist. Hey, we got a loose tooth. It's out. It's on the ground. The Denver Broncos came in here, and they said, hey, all the Cowboy fans, lean forward. And, hey, they were running out of there, you know. Sea of Orange was all in the stadium. But this week changed. So shout out to the Cowboys for coming back. Shout out to Dak Prescott. He he get another award. Let, let me make this one go away and come back. Dak Prescott award. Uh, 24 for 31, 296 yards, two touchdowns. One, he ran it in himself. Shout out to him. And it, it, he wasn't dinking and dunking, as you guys can see. 9.5 yards. That's the ball that's traveling in the air with a QBR of 93.4, which is pretty good. All right, so and then we roll over to Tony Pollard. They did the running back by committee, and everybody know. Everybody, let me make the uh, trophy go away and then come back. <laughs> Maybe I'll have one to be graphic in a, in a phase and drop out of the sky right here. But I will tell you guys this right here. I'm giving this award to the unit 
the front five offensive line. Let's give them a award. I wish I could put five trophies out. Maybe six because Connor McGovern need one, right? Connor McGovern is that real one. Oh, Connor McGovern is that real one, right? Oh, my goodness. Um, he is. Shout out to you, Jay Lombardi. Shout out to you, Troy C. And, and, and you guys, you guys get a reward, too. Uh, Daryl says, uh, lean forward, Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're wrong for that, Asmodeus. Asmodeus said, Law, you're wrong for that. <laughs> hey, man, I was just telling the truth. I was like, ATL. <laughs> Connor McGovern is a wide receiver one. I, I feel you on that one. Yeah. The award goes to this award. Let's say, mm, let's give this one a name. Trench Award. Yeah. Trench Award goes to the offensive line. And uh, Resiliency Award goes to these two running backs right here. Uh, let me move the, the names of the way. Yeah. Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. But Law, I can hear people already saying, but Law, how can how, how do they get an award and they didn't get a 100-yard rushing? Well, they got the award. Hear me out. Don't shank me with the butter knife. They get the award because they got 100 yards. Less is more. Look, how many more games we got, Cowboy Nation? Y'all post it in the comment box. But what you want to do is spread it out. You don't want to use it all up. You want to spread it out. Spread it out. You want to spread out Ezekiel Elliott. Spread out Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard could have had more yards, but there was a a, a certain aficionado that was hating and I ain't going to talk about it. But, you know, you want to spread that thing out. That's including the playoffs. Playoffs? <laughs> Are y'all including everything? Or, or, or let, me, let me make sure somebody math is right. Let me see who math is right. Yeah, I see a correcto. I see a correcto. I'm going to keep pressing it till I see 11s all the way down. I need to see 11 straight down, Cowboy Nation. It's the law, baby. <laughs> yeah. Levis all the way down. Thou should decree a thing and it shall be established. Labum. <laughs> a shout out to my late great grandfather. Labum. Labum of them. Not Levin. Labum. Got to see a Labum. Got to go. Got to go. We got to go. Continue. We got to continue to press forward and not look back. We are turned to a pillar of salt. Let's continue to get this win. Stack them on top of each other. 11. We got 11 more games. 
Let Mo Games. <laughs> and we got to get it by hook or by crook, man. And uh, shout out to you guys. Let, let me make the award trophy go away. And it goes back to all of y'all beautiful people, man. One more time. Oh, it's marinated in your heart, baby. All right, so it, receptions, the wide receivers. You see Tony Pollard with six receptions for 56 yards. Hey, and you see uh, as well as Lamb with six receptions. Uh, Amari Cooper with four receptions for 51 and Gallup three receptions for 42. Now, sometimes it's not about, let me get, make the trophy go away very quick. We're going to make the trophy go away and uh, we're going to look into this and dissect this all together. Right. First and foremost, in this group of wide receivers, the MVP of the wide receivers, shout out to my guy, Big Game James, you know. Uh, hey, I'm not afraid to say when I'm wrong, you know. Uh, but 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 so far, he's been right with the game changer, and he said that C.D. Lamb would be the game changer. Although I still believe that coverages are being rolled to the right or what have you, or rolled to the left wherever Amari Cooper is lined up at, right? But – we got to give praises and grace and good stuff to C.D. Lamb. Oh, my goodness. And I forgot your name. Whoever you are, whoever you are that's in the chat, whoever you are that was in the chat that said, I think it was last week, you called in and you said that, hey, Kellen Moore got to be able to make sure he get the ball out to his playmakers. He got to make sure that he do it early and often, not too late. He got to make sure that he gets C.D. Lamb early. If, if, if you're present right now, let me know, and I'll give you this award. You know, if, who, who, who said that? Even if you typed it in the comment box, you said, Law, the Cowboys got to give the ball to their playmakers. They got to make sure it's early. And when they do that, they get the game in rhythm. And all we, like yesterday or what have you, it was early to C.D. Lamb. And it, did, it don't take you going all the way down the field to throw the deep ball, the long ball. All, all you had to do was just even put him at running back. Put the ball in C.D. Lamb's hand, and that creates all type of momentum. That creates all type of Inertia, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, what do they say? A body in motion stays in motion. You know, centripetal force or something like that. All of this stuff we learn. Keep it moving. Don't stop it. So that is what I like out of what Kellen Moore was able to do. Not just, hear me out, not just for C.D. Lamb. Also to this guy right here, Tony Pollard. But he's just a running back. No, don't put him in a box. You know, don't put him in that box. Don't put him in that box. Get him outside of the box. Throw the ball to him. Keep it fresh. And when it's time to hit Amari Cooper, let him eat as well. But Gallup. Those yards, three receptions for 42 yards, may seem little. Let me move the trophy out the way. It may seem little, but it was a lot. 
the money down. The money, the money, the money, the money. Now, he had one drop that I know that he would like to get back. But it's all about positivity. It's still within the 24 hours, right? But no, it's, it's beyond 24 hours. God dog it, boy, you supposed to catch that one. <laughs> he was inside the, um, we was inside our own, our own field or what have you. And Dak Prescott was pretty much at the goal line in, in danger territory. And we managed to get that ball out. It was third and whatever. And he wanted to play volleyball with it. And we counted that as rust. But outside of that, you can't complain about Gallup. Uh, another hidden tool that Gallup brings to the table, him and Noah Brown, they are nasty. Law, why are you saying they nasty? Them boys are nasty. Down, boy, down, down, down. Woo! Y'all got, y'all got to get the dog down. They are nasty because in run blocking, they get their hands onto the inside, and they're going to move you out the way. There's no reaching. There's no launching. They play it just like an offensive tackle would, right, on the edges. They get their hands inside, and they use that physical power, and you see that on some of those big explosive plays. You see Gallup getting his hands. You see Noah Brown when they insert him in. That's why Noah Brown was considered almost under the previous administration as a tight end because of the physicality that they bring to the table. A lot of physicality. A lot of it. A lot of heat. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Appreciate y'all. All right, so we're going to flip around, and we're going to go all the way down to the defensive side of the coin. Oh, Y'all can go ahead and post the names down below. On the defensive side, who should get a trophy before I even head that way? Y'all can go ahead and do that now. As my grandfather would say, nah. Y'all can go ahead and do that now. <laughs> Yo. Mm. It had me playing. It had me playing this song all day. You know, what, what's the name of the song? Let me see if I can find it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell him run it up, baby. I wake up. I wake up. Yeah. I wake up. Flex some down that No drip this. Tell him run it up. No sleep, no rest. Might crash, might lock. But first die. Stretch. Tell him run it up. Yeah. I wake up. Flex some down that Yeah. No drip this. Tell him, run it all. Tell him, no sleep, no rest. No sleep, baby. Might crash, but. Tell him, run it all. That defense, baby. That defense. I think that the, um, the Atlanta Falcons was one for 11 on third down. Hey, let, let, let me turn it back up again. I wake up, yeah. thumb down that chest. No drip this. Yeah. Tell him run it all. Come on. No sleep, no, no sleep. Might crash, might wreck. But first, what my fire? Tell him run it all. I wake up, flex, thumb down Come that chest. No drip this. Yeah. Tell him run it all. No sleep, no rest. Might crash, might wreck. But first, I <laughs> stretch. Tell him run it all. Don't make me take it out of Europe. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it was just that it was just that crazy, man. When we looked at this defense, and I'm telling you guys, Parsons. He get an award just off of GP, just just off of GP. Appreciate those who de- generating these donations to help elevate the nation. I really appreciate your love and adulations for this situation. But when we look at Parsons, a forced fumble, a sack, tackle for loss, six solos. He getting there. He eating. Oh my gosh, man! He's just doing his thing, baby. He's doing his thing. Down, boy. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> hey, man. Come on. Hey, Parson is, is literally, he's literally becoming, you know, have you ever, I'm from the country, man. You know, you know, a lot of trees, but, but you know, you always, when you go down a certain alleyway, right? You know, some houses, you say, that's a big dog over there. And then you always got that one cousin. Not cousin, but cousin. You got that one cousin that will say, hey, don't worry about that dog. He on a chain. And it's a tall fence. And 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 we be like, nah, man, shoot. He might be that day. He jumped that fence and break that chain, dog. No, we ain't going down there because they got that. They got that big dog. <laughs> they ain't going down there, man. We can take a whole alternate route. Because we don't want to go down that street. Man, I got a stick. Nah, you might miss, dog. <laughs> that is what Parsons is. He's that big dog. Let me know where I'm lying at. Let me know. <laughs> Let me know. You know, you'd be like, nah, man, I ain't going down that road. No, no, I ain't finna go down there. No, that dog might get out. And... When the neighborhood know that that certain dog is out, shoot, you don't even go outside to play. Nah, man, that dog, that dog, that dog off. He off the chain. <laughs> Where do you think he's off the chain come from? You know, <laughs> yeah, and he's a lion. You know, yeah, yeah, well, 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 we ain't in the Serengeti though. You know, I'm talking about the neighborhood. <laughs> but I'm quite sure he got that lion effect too. You know, Shatia Nobles, appreciate you for your donations, man. My defense was on fire. Yeah, yeah, we ain't in the Serengeti, but I'm quite sure if we was in the Serengeti, yeah, he that lion. The lion is always hungry. And you ever notice in the wild, the hyenas, they, they, they'll mess with the females a little bit. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll come over <laughs> and they'll come over there and eat some of the foods. And the carcasses that's left. But when that, now that male lion, I need to go, look, y'all know what I'm going to do? I'm going to find me a lion roar. You know, I'm going to find me a, a plug so I can press the lion for help, right? But when that male lion, when he go, that's my impressions of it. Shoot, them hyenas hightail up out of there. That's old folks saying, hightail. They hightail up out of there. They get straight up out of there. They say, nah, that. <laughs> Female was cool, but they, 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 the daddy line come out. Daddy's home, and that is what Parson is bringing to the table. So he get that award right there. I don't even have to move it off the shelf to talk about J. Ron Curse. I don't have to move this award off the shelf to talk about J. Ron Curse, the Intimidator, third and in what? Third and about seven. And uh, we was doing the play-by-play, and we was sitting there saying, ah, man, he counted on him. 
And they said, nah, law, look again. Law, look. When he popped them, that ball went. <laughs> and then he didn't go back to him ever since then. I love it. That's what J. Ron cursed. Now, he may be just that dog, right? Not a lion, but he's the dog. Uh, shout out to Basham. He gets an award. My goodness. Uh, he, he he played pretty good uh, the other day. And then on top of that, Dorrance Armstrong, he get an award for blocking the punt kick. And then my guy, uh, everybody, he was the guy that everybody was looking at it like, uh, come on, man, you laid an egg by touching the ball that's beyond the LOS. But he jumped on it, and there's Nashawn Wright, who's earning every grain of salt out there to play. And he did just that, so he get an award, a hustle award, right? He could have just looked at the ball and said, okay, it's there. But he jumped on it, rolled into it, and scored a touchdown, so shout out to him. But we got to give praises to these three guys that's in the DB category. And number one, where they name at? Where they name at? I got to give it to Diggs first. Let's, go, let's pull up Diggs first. This guy right here. 18 INTs, and he get enough hate already from the four-ladder and some of the three-ladder network. And speaking of that, let, let, let's tune right on in to that hate because, you know, uh, you know, people, people always, people always hating for some reason, you know. And, and that's okay because we prove it on the field, right? Let me see. Where yeah, Oh, yeah. Here we go. About the physicality, right? He told us that they, they, you know, most teams are built like this, right? They need to lean on their offense, make an offense one-dimensional. And I know we were talking about Diggs and how great he was, but I, when I looked at Diggs, I saw a player that reminded me a lot of this player called Delta O'Neal back in the day. He'll give you 10 interceptions. Not Delta O'Neal. He'll give up a lot of bombs because he's, he's, he's not disciplined. So now you see teams taking advantage of his aggressiveness with these double moves, and he's falling for it, and he's not making the plays that he's made. You know, the same thing make you laugh, make you cry. He was making these plays, and the ball was finding them. But now opponents are able to make plays on them and now they're not tough up the middle and they showed that so won't you stop just a little bit bart scott yeah keep your head no 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 right here lean forward right here place that chin right there mm -hmm. Oh, slap the hat off his head. <laughs> he got the receiving hairline too. <laughs> oh, you oh you moving again? <laughs> Boy, I I know somebody that's watching felt that one. <laughs> now, 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 come out of your room. Come out of your room. Come on, come on, come on. Finish up. Listen, they can be beat up. And I think that this could be an upset alert type of game. Mm -hmm. I mean, you talk about Matty Ice and how well they're playing. Yeah. Cordell Patterson to me, is a all-pro this year. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> this dude said Cordell Patterson is an all-pro this year. <laughs> How much hate can you have in your heart? Bart Scott. <laughs> Bartholomew, Bart, what's it? Bartholomew, what, 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 is, what is your real name? <laughs> Let me rewind for those. Let me rewind for those who couldn't hear. Let me rewind. 
Oh my goodness, we go, we go all have to tell this man to lean forward. Be beat up, and I think that this could be an upset alert type of game. Mm -hmm. I mean, you talk about Matty Ice and how well they're playing. Yeah. Cordell Patterson, to me, is a all pro this year. <laughs> Y'all got some of that monkey butt spray. Y'all ready? Let me see lean forward, please. This going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you. Lean forward just a little bit. Oh, yeah, he's balling, all right. Oh, 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 oh. Is he balling as well? This is for this is for you calling Matthew Ryan, Matty Ice. You know, this, this is for that. It is for Bartholomew said, said, said that, oh, oh, boy. It, 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 it just lights out, you know. Patterson, why don't you lean forward, uh, Bart Scott? Here you go. Go to your room. <laughs> no, God. <laughs> I don't know why it took uh, eight years in the seat in the year <laughs> to story. unlock him, yeah. but this guy is the Swiss Army now. You talk about what he's able to do in the backfield. He's a matchup nightmare. This is a bad matchup. They better not think, okay, Parsons, we're gonna put him in the backfield. They can do whatever they want, get whatever matchup they want. They're doing this without Calvin Ridley. No, 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 no. I will try to tell him. I try to give y'all the, the the warning. Hey. Bart Scott is that dude. He cuz that say, hey man, we can still go down the street, man. That dog, that dog is lying. Hey, that dog is in a cage. He got a big chain on him, and they got an eight-foot fence, man. And we can go down the road. And I'm trying to tell him, like, no, man, let's let, let go down this way. And he's like, nah, man, Parsons, he all right. But 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 that dog Parsons, he, he ain't really like that. He's on a chain over there. Okay, Parsons, we're going to put him in the back. They can do whatever they want, get whatever matches they want. They're doing this without Calvin Ridley. <laughs> that dog, that dog done jumped that gate. Hey, hey, what happened to law, man? Why, why Bart Scott the only one down there? Bart looking for me. I'm already gone. <laughs> I'm at the house clean, clean as a Wilson. Got my polo on. I'm, I'm in the house dripping, sipping on my Kool-Aid. Bart done got all bit up and everything. Why Bart got all bit up? Cause I'm trying to tell cuz. That that dog, man, you don't want to play around with that dog. So you got to respect that dog. And he didn't respect that dog, so that's why he got all bit up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm all clay. And they say, well, law, man, you was a coward, man. Well, the coward tells the story how the brave man died, right? <laughs> I can tell the whole story. Hey, man, I fought as much as I could. But, hey, Bart just didn't make it out, man. I made it to the house. You know what I'm saying? Untouched, unscathed. <laughs> this is an upset alert. Patterson just proves you sometimes you just got to find the right situation. That's key. But Lewis. That dude said this is an upset alert. <laughs> One more time, y'all. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. You can't hate you can't hate that hard, Bar Scott. Upset alert. Come on, baby. Oh my goodness, man. Oh my goodness. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. All right, back to the award. Back to talking about this guy right here, Trayvon Diggs. Hey, he deserved this award because he's he got resiliency in him. He fight, he playing through injuries. By the way, you can see that he's favoring that leg. Uh hopefully all is well with that. And we got a we got a stretch that's coming around, and I'm quite sure that teams are going to consistently. They're gonna try to they're gonna try to test him. He's gonna prove all of those guys wrong again. So uh, that's what we have over here. Click back over to the Cowboys. Let's go back to this other guy that I gotta bring up, Anthony Brown. I think that. Uh, who is this? Um, was it the lunatic? Were you the person you you put down? Because I had to re retype it in there. You said J. Lou had a hell of a game. Can you repost it in there? And Anthony Brown is having a hell of a career. You know, season. You know, season. Somehow you put it. You worded it just right, and you said the words just right for me. Uh, and Anthony Brown is having a career season, career season. And Jordan Lewis had a career game. I think that's what you said. And we're seeing that right there. We're seeing that. Um, yeah, that pick from Brown, JJ Network, appreciate you. It wasn't easy. Oh, it was not easy at all. Um <laughs> Rub for it. Yeah, yeah. J. Lou. Yeah, he had, he, here's the correct way that he said it. And uh, he said, the lunatic says J. Lou had a career game. Like, for real, for real. Covering uh, Kyle Pitts, covering the slot guy, uh, Cage, and as well as covering some of the receivers on the outside. And he was just that guy that stood on the hip. And I was, like, wanting uh, him to get an interception. Then I looked up again, and he got that interception. And I was worried for a second because it's Jordan Lewis on Kyle Pitts, who was eating in the first parts of the game. And then A. Brown having a career season. Career season. Like, when we pull up his stats and stuff, let me see if I can just pull it up while we're building the plane while it's in there. Uh, of course, it's Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, let me see. Anthony Brown. There we go. If we look at this right here. This is one of his highest so far. And um, three interceptions. That's what I want to look for right here. Three. Can you guys see that? Three. That used to be the goal. That used to be the goal for us, right? If we can find a DB to give us three interceptions, we will, we will put a statue <laughs> outside. Of Arlington Stadium right next to Sky Mirror and say, hey, we got a guy now that can give us three interceptions. Oh my goodness. This guy got three interceptions. We ain't talking about Trayvon Diggs with eight of them. But this is remarkable because this is the other DB that been on this team before Mike McCarthy's administration to get three of them. This is it right here. 
This is it. And y'all know how much dirt I throw on Anthony Brown's name. Uh, hey, I, I, look. Who, who who said I apologize? <laughs> was that Anita? Was it was it Baker? You know, said I apologize. I apologize. You know, I can if I can sing like her, I will apologize. You know, who saw this coming? Outside of probably Okoye, who saw this coming? Shout out to Okoye. He he, he he the one the first one to say, "Hey, Anthony Brown gonna be solid, bro." Just, 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 just understand that was just the first game. You know how Koye break down his film. Yeah, three picks. Let me type in Jordan Lewis. though. you know why we here? Because I think he got he got two of them. He got two of them. Twine. That used to be like that used to be the leading interception guy for the whole year for the whole two years. We'd be like, yeah. This dude had two interceptions, baby. Shoo. We rolling in dough over here. Anita Baker for sure, Natasha. Yeah. <laughs> you going to sing that song, Natasha? <laughs> yeah. I apologize. <laughs> I saw the meme out there. She was the last woman to apologize, by the way. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Don't y'all come for me now. <laughs> uh, Blake said, Jeff Heath. You know, that used to be the standard, right? Two interceptions for the year, and that, that used to be for the whole team, right? <laughs> and and some of the linebackers and, and some of the probably a, a defensive guy, edge guy, or a defensive tackle get an interception. <laughs> Celebrating Jeff Heath two interceptions for the season, right? <laughs> I, I'd be like, thank you for tuning in to the Law Nation Film Session as we take a deeper look at Jeff Heath first interception. Hey. You seen how the ball bounced off of the opposition hand, and Jeff Heath was there, and he took the angle. He was able to bring it in. Jeff Heath with the interception. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you know, <laughs> and there will be his two highlights, and I showed a highlight by four times. Hey, Law, can you show me another highlight? No, I'm giving you the other angle. <laughs> Yeah, Roe McClain with four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just how it used to be. Now, you know, the NFL with the game day pass, it's hard to just break down all of the interceptions just from a highlight perspective. But I wish it was the old way, man. I'll be like, thank you for tuning in to the Law Nation Film Session as you take a deeper look at eight interceptions from Trayvon Diggs as well as three from Anthony Brown. And this is the season that's still going. Jordan Lewis got two. Boy. The love of meteorocracy. Yeah, Terrence. Boy, we used to love it. Be like, hey. <laughs> and people go fighting tooth and nail. And shout out to Jeff Heath. He's a wonderful guy. Uh, 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 wonderful guy, man. And just wonderful guy. But that used to be our standard, right, too. Breaking down Xavier Woods. And then I had to sprinkle the positivity on it and like, hey, Xavier Woods got two, but it could have been seven if he just did this. <laughs> Knows the ball, turn around and turn his head around to the ball. Cheeto Wuzie, he had one interception, but it could have been 10, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Uh, Leon, I don't know how many. Uh, who got that number? Who got that number of how many interceptions? we have for the year yeah yeah see nicks you guys remember that turn your head around 
We used to be like waving, like turn around, the ball is there. <laughs> the DB be like, where, where you say the ball is? No, oh. <laughs> the ball there. Where? <laughs> Man, they never turn their head around. I think one time we got one of our players got hit in the back with the ball. Is it? <laughs> hey, some people won't catch this reference, but one of our players got hit in the back with the ball, and we were yelling out, Ricky! Ricky! <laughs> he got hit in the back. Ah! <laughs> no, 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 no. Yo, <laughs> Ricky, we got 14 for the season. That's good, man. That's good. Yo, get hit in the back. Look, I kid you guys not. And I like I like him because he's he 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 played only 88 miles from my hometown. And he played for that college. Odell Beckham. But Odell Beckham, literally. Started his whole entire career off of Brandon Carr. One-handed catch that all Brandon Carr had to do was just turn around. The ball was literally there, and it was kind of like an offensive P.I. a little bit. But dog it, he sprang his whole career, Odell Beckham, whole career. Off of that catch. And if I were to poll thousands and thousands of fans about that game, they would think or thought that the Giants won that game. They actually lost the game. But the catch heard all around or seen all around the world. All around the world. Everybody to this, what that dude got, to this day, to this day, they still talk about that one-hand catch. To this day, Cole Beasley, to me, caught a better ball. He caught a better ball, right? Cole Beasley, to me, caught a better ball against the Giants. And nobody talk about that one. The Dak Prescott roll out to his left, looking down the field and the, Winding seconds. Y'all remember that? And Dak to Cole Beasley. The one knee down. Y'all remember that one? That was a better catch. But nobody talked about that one. And I think of, was it Post Malone? He predicted it to catch. You would think that that catch should be in a glass box somewhere, you know, with the glove, the helmet, the ball, and everything at, at the Hall of Fame. Got that knee down. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. And let me tell y'all, another catch was really dope. But it, it didn't count. That one didn't count. I think Tony Romo to Dez Bryant against the Giants, I believe. It was against the Giants or somebody. It was a real good one. Same area almost in the end zone. But it's a story of a different day. You know. But but nobody talk about those two catches. They, they talk all the time about the – because you know why they talk about that? Because now, I, ain't, I ain't talking about the Dez 2014 uh, against the Green Bay catch, but it was a Dez Bryant catch that was in the end zone. I think he got his pinky out of bounds or something like that. I'm going to have to find it and post it somewhere. 
But he had his pinky out of bounds. But it was a marvelous catch. But they counted his pinky. It was out of bounds or something like that. I'm about to go back and find that catch for you guys. He caught it, but he was out of bounds. And nobody talk about it. But you know why they talk about the Giants catch? That they lost. Because they don't like the Cowboys, basically. They don't. They don't. It was at the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that, Jay Play? Boy. Yeah. Y'all remember that one. It deserved one of these trophies if he were inbound. So, Cowboy Nation, it's crazy, man. Yeah, his finger was out. Yeah, Cash Boy, you know, I, I, I gotta, I'm okay with my memory a little bit, you know. I'm okay with it. But speaking of that, man, um, Michael Gallup catches. Did y'all see how he got his two feet inside? And, and I had a multitude of people say, man, Michael Gallup ain't going to do nothing, man. He haven't played football in six or seven weeks. He ain't going to do nothing. I was like, nah, Michael Gallup is that dude. Knows the ball, came right on to the sideline. Sure hand catch on third down, man. Man, move the ball, move everything down. Yeah, yeah. Terrence says, uh, yeah, hand was out of bounds. Yeah, you guys remember it. If you're on Twitter, if you're on Twitter, we tweet it or tweet it out to me. Tag me and I'll give you a shout out. And if you're on Facebook, you can actually upload the video on Facebook. It's like a 10-second, 8-second clip. Upload it on the video, man. And that's Dez Bryant one. Yeah, yeah, upload it, man. And I'll show you and I'll re-shout you out and all that good stuff. Can't wait to play uh, KC. No, I can't wait either. All right, Cowboy Nation. Um, I got to roll. I got to bounce like a basketball. But what I'm going to do is... We're going to have um, some more content a little later on today. What threw me off was the uh, 25 to 28-minute presser uh, with Mike McCarthy. So if I can find time, it may be super late at night, but I I, I got to finish up uh, uh, one. I got two more segments that I got to finish up, but I got to roll. I got to roll, Cowboy Nation, but I really appreciate each and every last one of you all for tuning in. Uh, be sure to hit that like button, share this content, let a friend, let a neighbor know where to go when they want to tune into Cowboy Sports Talk Beyond. Um, Cowboy Sports Report by Charles in charge. Appreciate you. Is that your, you know, you know there's so many Cowboy Sports Report, but I appreciate you, man, uh, uh, for, for, for making your donations there. And you're in charge. <laughs> Charles, you're in charge, man. My bad for butchering your name the other day, man. I was in Chicago and all that. Um, let me see if the AI, she ain't speaking today, but let me see if I can wake her up. Uh, but I appreciate you, man, so much uh, for your donations there. Uh, those who are out here in Dallas area, we got a great thing going with Cowboys Experience. Be sure to check them out, CowboysExperience.com. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful uh, network where you can go and meet and greet with players. And also, we got VIP packaging and beyond. And the number is actually strolling at the bottom, 817-888-1726. And that's how you get into the mix there to reach out to Cowboys Experience to get your VIP ticket pricing and as well as some good, wonderful, and I mean just that, 
tickets for the game. You know what I'm saying? You can get all of that good stuff for packaging. So just call that number and see what uh, can happen for you and your entire family. It's a family groove. So I really appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, be sure to hit that like button, share this content. Let a friend, neighbor, foe know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and beyond. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Let's go. Roll credits. Yeah, it's fun, it's a party time for your mind Yeah, they say ATL <laughs> Come on They say ain't no party like a cowboy party Yeah, 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 yeah Let's go Cowboy Nation Run it up, baby. I got you. We can run it up right about now. Five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. We out. Love y'all. Time to run it up, baby. Yeah. Come on. Turn to a savage, now my baby wants to hold me. Yep. I love my fans, don't need no friends, I got my homies. Thought I could trust you, I find out you tried to zone me. I'm number one up on that court, I'm Nick McGrady. Yo. The first one in, the last one out, can't call me lazy. Put in my hours, send in, voice, and they pay me. I need six rings like MJ and t- Let's go, let's go. I wake up, flex, thumb down that check, no drip this, tell him run it all, no sleep, no rest, might crash, might, but first die, stretch, tell him run it all. I wake up, flex, thumb down that check, no drip this, tell him run it all, no sleep, no rest, might crash, might, but first die, stretch, tell him run it all. Y'all gon' make me take that trip way out to Europe. Call up Niger, he'll come through in a hurry Those London boys don't come to play, you should get worried One false move, find yourself, they getting buried Dance with the devil, used to love playing those games Made some bad decisions that brought my mama pain I made a promise to her, swore that I would change 
I'm on the come up, bet I live up to my name. I wake up, like some down that chest. No drip this. Tell him, run it up, baby. No come on, might crash, might wreck. But first, I stretch. Tell him, run it up. I wake up, flex, thumb down that chest. No drip this. Tell him, run it up. No sleep, no rest. Might crash, might But first, I stretch. Tell him, run it up. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Baby, I just wanna run it up. Can we check or something? I'm really in the field, let up. Yeah. Run up. Oh. I've been really in the field, let up. Rush, I let up feel. Lately, I just wanna run it up. Don't need no deals, I make the deal. Have to take it to a meal. Lately, I just wanna run it up. Time to check the song. Lately, I just wanna run it up. Count that too, count it up. Yeah. Count it up, count it up, count it up. Lately, I just wanna run it up. Need them ones, I need them fives. Need them tens, I need that change. To the safe, got blues inside. Greens and pinks, it's all the same. I still stay and roll my change. 